0: Welcome to your coach, Helen Yuskovic. That's me, I am now your virtual coach. I am what you call a professional life student. I've discovered firsthand that heartbreak will happen. Health issues do arise, but being successful doesn't ever need to be compromised. Twice a week, I will be your virtual coach feeding you the juiciest knowledge that you can use to live your best life, no matter what gets thrown your way. Shall we begin? P.S. To ensure that you never miss your session, hit subscribe on your podcast app now. Well, hello there, and here is another episode that I am excited to bring you because it's all about looking and feeling the way you've always wanted. I know for me, this has been such a long journey because I had such an issue with body image that it really took over my life, and I don't want it to do the same to you, or if it is doing the same download this episode and listen to it every single day until you feel a shift in your brain. Now, the things that I'm going to chat about today are the things to watch out for with your diet. I also share my vegan experience with you and I share something easy to do to aid longevity in your life. I'll also talk about how you can gain energy with a super duper easy nutritional hack. And I share a hot tip for your pre-breakfast or breakfast to better your shape and health. I'll also share with you my eating disorder and my toxic food relationship and how I changed it all. If you're overweight or obese, I'll also share what you can do when you feel hunger pain on your weight loss journey. And I'll let you know what really happens if you diet and why you put on weight after your diet i'm sure we've all had that experience before where we've spent time on this wicked diet only to put it back on after the diet ends i'll share with you how you can amp up your metabolism and what time of day to eat your biggest meal to ensure easy digestion this is crucial for staying in shape i'll talk about how to stop unnecessary snacking and How long it can take to change your not-so-healthy lifestyle habits. I'll talk about what your plate should look like at dinner time and what to do for that late-night snack instead of reaching for junk food. Also, I will share how to overcome obesity and being overweight and what to expect when you do it. Plus, so Much more. So let's dive straight on in. Hello and welcome to this episode all about nutrition and how to eat more to burn fat. You know, I decided to record this episode because, as a personal trainer, this is one of the most common topics that comes up. Everyone is always asking me to write them a nutrition plan, to teach them what they should be eating, to give them the shopping list that they need. And what I have found in my career is when I do give nutrition plans, they are adhered to for a few weeks before people fall off the bandwagon. And then I realized that this was actually something that's not sustainable. And I thought, how can I teach eating in a way that will remain sustainable for life? The problem with me being a PT is I care so much about my clients. (laughs) that if they start going backwards, it actually hurts me. I started researching nutrition more, doing courses, learning off the greats, reading studies and trying to attain all the knowledge possible to help my clients. And it's so simple. You just have to eat smart. So why can't people do it? You know, there's so many diets now in the world. There's so many ways that people can eat There's so much judgment around the way people eat. And I just want you to know that you don't need to judge the way someone eats. Let people do whatever the hell they want. Let people eat however the hell they want. I have tried every single way possible just so that I can experience what it's like. I'm one of those people... That needs to feel things to understand things. So, when I tried vegetarianism, I learned that hey, this isn't that hard. When I practiced eating like a vegan, I was like, hey, it's not that hard. When I practiced being a meat eater, I was like, hey, this is fine. When I practiced a keto diet, I was like, I can do that. When I practiced A 5-2 diet when I practiced intermittent fasting, everything was doable. But the thing that got me was what my body was doing while I was eating with these varied diets. So one thing that I will encourage you to do is to listen to your body when you are trying something new. And if something negative is happening then please listen to your body and back off. I remember when I was eating vegan. I just wanted to experience it. I just wanted to see what it's like to have no animal products. <laughs> I'm Greek, so <laughs> we have a lot of feta cheese and lots of lamb and <laughs> all of that sort of stuff, Greek yogurts. Uh, it was uh, new to me, to say the least. Um I, for the first few weeks, was feeling great. And I was like, I've got so much energy. I feel good. And then I learned about something called the vegan honeymoon, which is probably what I was on. (laughs) After a while, I lost a lot of weight and I started becoming very dizzy. I started not feeling right. I started feeling more tired and I was like, what is going on? You know, so I would amp up the vegetables, I would amp up the minerals, I would amp up the vitamins, and nothing was getting better. And then I thought, I wonder if this is because my body needs meat. So I ate meat because by that stage, my clients were actually worried. You know, just bending down and standing up, I was getting dizzy and having to hold on to someone. So I tried to eat a piece of meat, and I thought, damn. I ruined the veganism. (laughs) And then after eating meat, it was like night and day for my body. I immediately felt stronger. My dizziness went and I was like, oh, gosh, my body loves meat. So that's what I mean by listening to your body. It is fine to experiment. But just remember, you know, everything in moderation is key. Everything in moderation is key. Fats in moderation, fruit in moderation, meat in moderation, treats in moderation. The thing that you need to do is learn to eat smart and listen to your body, whatever the symptoms. If you're getting white spots on your nails, if you're getting dizziness, if you're feeling weak. If you're feeling lethargic, if you can't sleep, you know, all of these are symptoms of something. So that's what I mean by getting smarter with your food. But that's a little bit about me and my eating. What I like doing, though, is I really believe in a bit of a fast every single day for people, even if it's just the 12 hours. So that includes your sleep, the time from when you finish your dinner. Include your sleep until the time of your first meal. If you can make that a 12-hour break of food, that just gives your organs time to relax, digest, rest and stress less. And they need that. What humans do is just stack food on top of food on top of food on top of food And your body is spending all of its time and all of its energy digesting all of this food. And then that starts leading to fatigue. That starts leading you to being tired because your energy is being drained because your digestive system needs so much energy to break down all of this food. And that's going to go there first. So if you are feeling tired, lethargic, and all of that sort of stuff, Have a think about how much food is in your system right now. Have you given your organs a chance to clear out? That's why I believe that breakfast time and morning time should be a real focus on cleansing your body. Things like a warm lemon water with a pinch of Himalayan salt. Things like water. Things like a celery juice. A cucumber juice a ginger water. I always say to my clients nowadays, think vegan for breakfast, you know, a smoothie, pack the smoothie with goodness so that that way your digestive system doesn't have to break things down so much and spend so much energy. Let your body cleanse, let your liver have a chance in the morning after you wake up, to cleanse your body. Watch how amazing and energetic you feel. Grapefruit, lime water, you know, there's so many things that you can have in the morning that don't require you to chew. It might sound a little bit full on for some people, but I believe, you know, your first hour, try to think about cleansing your organs first thing in the morning. Now, there's a misconception around exercise and nutrition, and I want to shift the paradigm that a low-calorie or a low-fat diet is the best way to lose fat. I used to restrict my calories so much when I was younger. I used to binge eat. I used to actually have disordered eating and an eating disorder. I remember when I was young and I just stopped eating. I remember I was also bulimic in high school. I had such a bad relationship with food and I was hurting those people around me that loved me so much because I was so in my head at that point thinking that I was so fat and I wasn't by the way, but in my brain I was I I wasn't thin enough. And it took me a while to get out of this eating disorder. I remember one day my mother came into the bathroom when I was throwing up and she looked at me and I was just, you know, over the toilet. And she said, Helen, why are you doing this? And I looked at her and I looked at the worry and the pain in her eyes and I just thought, Helen, you selfish bugger. Look at what you're doing to this person that loves you so much. And that was the wake-up call that I needed to change my relationship with food, to change my bulimic habit. Now, I went on to have a bad relationship with food for a long time. It took me so long to understand that food is just fuel. Food is just there to fuel our bodies so that we can function throughout the day. Where have we gone wrong? Why are we so obsessed with stuffing our faces? Do you know what I mean? why do we have to eat so much? I remember I was in Bikram yoga and my Bikram teacher, Francesca, at one point, she said, you don't need to eat that much. It was like a light bulb moment for me where I thought, we have such a huge obesity problem here in Australia. Why do we have to eat so much? Why do we choose to eat so much, especially if we're overweight? or obese? What do we think is going to happen if we don't eat? So, that was one of the most amazing journeys for me, learning how to have a great relationship with food and understanding that it's okay to be a little bit hungry. I don't have to stuff my face just because I feel a hunger pain. So, I encourage you to do the same. Anytime that you're hungry, just relax. Have a drink. You don't have to eat. You will not die. We have enough storage in our body to keep us alive for three days, I'm pretty sure, without food. Now, I would diet sometimes as well. I think I tried every single diet possible. I would eat good sometimes. I would starve myself sometimes. You name it, I have done everything. You could have said, Honestly, that yo-yo was my middle name. I, (laughs) my weight always (laughs) yo-yoed up and down and up and down and up and down. And my friends can vouch for me with this. Once I became a personal trainer three years ago, three and a half years ago, something like that, and began studying nutrition, my life changed forever forever. And I want to change yours forever because we don't have to suffer with this obsession with food. There is so much more to life than eating. You know, there is so much more to life than having to sit there worrying about your body image. Now, I just want to state that our bodies are so intelligent and they will adapt to your circumstances. So, what are you telling your body to adapt to? Think about it properly. What are you telling your body that it has to adapt to? Are you telling your body that it should be adapting to late night eating? Are you telling your body that it should adapt to disordered eating? Are you telling your body that it should adapt to starving? Are you telling your body that it should adapt to junk food or are you telling your body it should adapt to eating whole foods, foods in moderation, three meals a day, a couple of snacks a day, fruit, nuts, whatever it is, vegetables? What are you telling your body? Your body's your responsibility, by the way. It was given to you to transport you for the rest of your life. How it ends up is all on you. So you must take the responsibility and the action to make sure that your body ages the way that you want it to. Don't sit there and blame other people. You've got to take the responsibility yourself. I know it's hard and I am an adult too and sometimes I want to chuck a child tantrum and say, why can't I just do whatever the hell I want and eat whatever the hell I want? But just take a step back and think about how lucky we actually are and just look at your body and just give it some love. What does it need? Are you hurting your human body? Stop if you are and make some changes to help it function better. Now, when you starve yourself, whether that's through a diet or an eating disorder like I had or whatever it may be, this caloric restriction is immediately sensed by your body, and your body goes into starvation mode because it starts thinking, uh oh. I'm gonna to have to hold on to food here so that I don't die. I need to save my human. I need to keep my human alive. These changes include storing fat, which make it harder to get rid of just in case you starve again. Does that make sense? Your metabolism will then slow right down to the point where it doesn't wanna let go of any body fat. No matter how little you eat, You won't lose that fat that you're working so hard to burn because your body is that smart that it knows that I'm going to need this fuel to keep my human as healthy as possible. Now, some people can't wrap their heads around this, and it happens to a lot of my clients. So I've stopped making it confusing. (laughs) And nowadays, I just ask for a food diary and I coach from there because when I say that you need to eat more to lose weight, it just. People cannot wrap their heads around it. It just seems like I'm speaking a foreign language. Rather than calorie counting, I advise my clients to focus eating as much nutrient-dense foods as they want so that they can nourish their bodies with the nutrients and minerals needed to develop a strong, fit, healthy, disease free looking body. Instead of macros, I teach my clients to think micros, micronutrients. That's the way of the world. Especially in the morning, I always, as I was mentioning before, tell my clients to think vegan for breakfast. You can become a carnivore in the afternoon and have your meat. And then at nighttime, don't eat too much. Like, don't stuff your face so much have like the same size as lunch. I always recommend some meat-free days because I do believe that meat, a lot of it, can cause inflammation in the body. But there is new studies coming out about eating lean meats with whole foods and how beneficial that can be. But there is many studies about uh, that talk about the benefits of just eating whole foods. So I recommend everything. I say don't restrict yourself. A diet only teaches you how to restrict and I am not about that. I am about living life to its fullest without suffering and some people that eat a certain way or diet a certain way are suffering because they're restricting themselves and they're feeling like they're missing out. Stop feeling like you're missing out. You know, I have had two of my very beautiful loving friends that have passed away and it is not that important to worry about your food. You've got to think about your food as fuel, fuel, fuel. Think of a car, you fill it up with fuel. If you overfill the tank, what happens? The fuel spills out. Think of that as your overeating habit. If you fuel your body and then you overfill it up, what's going to happen? That overflow of fuel is stored as fat and then you have to work extra hard to get rid of that. And what for? Is it worth it? If there is other underlying issues that are causing this food habit, this obsession with food, then get that sorted. Make that your 2020 goal and don't stop until you reach it. Stop suffering. I have an endless need to help people end their suffering because it really hurts me to see someone suffering, especially over something as silly as food. And I had this issue, so that's why I sound so passionate about this, because I wish that someone just snapped me out of it a lot quicker as well. Now, please always keep in mind that our bodies are great at adapting to the way we treat them. So, when you switch to this high-quality way of eating, focusing on fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, organic, free-range, grass-fed meats, Wild fish, healthy fats. You know, your body is going to respond with all systems go, 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 go. And then your metabolism amps up. This is what's going to allow you to burn more fat while eating more food than you've probably eaten in a long time. So many clients that I meet aren't eating enough, they will skip breakfast. Sometimes skip lunch and just have some dinner. Sometimes they will skip breakfast, have a little bit of something to snack on throughout the day, and have dinner. Just this odd way of eating that we're not made up for. You know, our body is meant to eat. We're we're supposed to have fuel in our body, and lunchtime is when our digestive fire is at its peak. So, that's when we should be eating our biggest meal. When the sun is up at 12 o'clock, that is when our digestive fire, our digestive enzymes are at their peak. So, this is the time where it's important to eat your biggest meal. I hope that makes sense. So, start implementing that, incorporating your biggest meal in the middle of the day and see how you go with that. Now, people who use the nutritional approach that I just mentioned, you know, fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, organic, free-range or grass-fed meats, wild fish, healthy fats. When people start using this approach, they find that they can eat as much as they want, go to sleep full and satisfied and wake up looking and feeling better than they did the day before. And what happens when you start eating better, when you start eating well, you'll find that you're fuller. You'll find that you're not hungry because your body is not asking for a nutrient. So, what happens is you're eating junk food and you're eating things that lack the nutrients, that lack the minerals. Your body's saying, hey, I need this vitamin. Hey, I need this mineral. Hey, I need some of this. And people mistake that for being. Hungry for something else, and then they'll just stuff their face with a sugary treat. They'll stuff their face with sugar. Sometimes it's as simple as being dehydrated, and instead of drinking water, people straight away opt for a quick, easy snack. Usually a snack that isn't healthy. So, one of the protocols to take away from today is if you're feeling hungry or if you're feeling uh, peckish, start by drinking one to two glasses of water straight away. And then maybe eat a fruit to see if your body needs glucose or a certain nutrient. And then just try to figure out, become your body's detective. Try to figure out what it is that your body is actually asking for. Now, beyond the physical toll that low-calorie diets can take on your body, it's a huge mental burden to deprive yourself of your favorite meals because they aren't in your diet. The first three letters in diet spell what? Die. Don't do it. Treat yourself. But make sure you're eating smart, okay? It's time to wear your pull-ups now. It's time to take responsibility and start eating smarter. Stop being lazy. If this is really speaking to you this podcast because I know it's speaking to me, sometimes I fall into bad habits, you know, my mum's Greek and she's made these Greek sweets for Christmas time and I'm stuck with the plates because my brother's gone camping and I'm house sitting and so these sweets are here in the house that I am house sitting at. So every day I'm having one of my mum's Greek sweets. And they taste so good, but <laughs> what I'm trying to say is Moderation is key. Don't beat yourself up if you're going to have a treat, but try to have one treat a week. We're not dogs. We don't need treats, but try to have one treat a week and eat better the rest of the week. Or start making some healthy snacks. Do you know what I mean? You can start making some cool things. Now, to sustain the body that you want, it doesn't have to be time consuming. It shouldn't be something that you think is way too hard. I want to tell you that this new way of life can be easy because seriously, if I can do it, you can do it. I swear it took me like a good two years or so of changing habits, changing the way I eat at restaurants changing the way that I make choices, like I'd say, yeah, a good one to two years it took me to start the transition because the first few months of changing your lifestyle habits can be a little bit tricky, especially when you're going out to dinner. You know, but now when I go out to eat, everyone is just like, Helen's going to order a salad. What vegetables are you ordering, Helen? Blah, blah, blah. And I just look at them and think, you're all just jealous. But do you know what I mean? It took a while because everyone that I'm surrounded by drinks acid, drinks Coke, eat huge meals, like a lot. They will love to have the highest fat foods. Sometimes I cave in, you know, and I'll have a slice of pizza. I'll have maybe four slices of pizza. But you know, I try to make more good decisions than bad decisions. So, Remember, it's life that we're living. It's okay to have foods that are not full of nutrition, but just take responsibility. You know, you're going to know the food that you're eating is it feeding a disease or is it fighting a disease? That is the question that you should ask yourself every single day. And when you answer, you must answer fighting a disease more often in a day than not. Okay, so maybe take that mantra away with you today. Is the food that I'm about to eat feeding a disease or is it fighting a disease? Eat more foods that fight a disease than feed a disease, okay? The worst thing that can happen to you, God forbid, is attaining a condition or a disease of of some sort. You know, diabetes, high cholesterol, hypertension. You don't want any of those things. So start eliminating those chances or start lessening that risk. The number one thing to watch out for is restriction. Your brain and your body don't like that, okay? It just thinks, no, I'm missing out on something, so I'm going to stuff my face next time I see that. So don't do that. Always have your body in a state of harmony so it thinks it's got everything. You've had that treat last week, you know? You're not restricting. Now, you can have big dinners at night, but just make sure the plate is more full with water-rich foods than non-water-rich foods so that your digestive system doesn't have a hard time breaking foods down before you sleep. Also, try to stop eating two to three hours before bed. If you're watching TV at night or doing whatever you do at nighttime, if you're going to go to bed soon, especially in the next couple of hours, stop eating. Drink water instead. If you are absolutely starving so much that you feel that it's going to be the end of the world, then have a fruit. At least that way it's water rich. Or have a vegetable. (laughs) Do you know? At least it's water rich and that way your digestive system doesn't have to work that hard. You can really eat whatever you want as long as you are smart about it. And then that way you can dive into some ice cream or pizza without suffering the detrimental effects to your physique. If you are overweight or obese, it's going to be a little bit different. You will experience hunger because you are overweight or obese. You've been eating too much for too long. So you have to be aware that you will experience hunger pains. Too bad. You got yourself to that situation, you have to get yourself out of that situation. And I want you to be strong minded about it. I want you to be able to just look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am going to help you because I love you that much. I will help you if you need to listen to this episode, just put it on repeat, download it and put it on repeat every day so that you can have that powerful mindset that you need to understand that it's your responsibility to take care of your human. You don't need to eat that much. Now, one thing to not forget is to always be nice to your body. All your body does in life is try to keep you alive. So stop with the severe calorie restriction. Eating 600 calories a day is not healthy. Nourish your body with wholesome foods and enjoy the stress-free, healthy way to looking and feeling the way that you have always wanted. Please believe me when I say if I can do it, you can do it. Because I have so many outside influences that try to lead me astray and sometimes they do, but I always get myself back on track. And I would love to hear your stories about this. So please comment on my photo on Instagram at Helen underscore and tell me how you go with this. And also tell me if there's any key takeaways that you took away from today. And please, if you know of someone that has a bad relationship with food and might need this little pep talk, just share this episode to them so that they can have a listen. That way, you are also helping someone in need. I really want to help people struggling with food, people that have bad relationships with food, people that have struggled for a long time with food because I know that I did and it sucks. So I hope that I've made it a little bit more easier to understand, to clarify a few of the issues that you're dealing with. Your body is your responsibility. Now, thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I hope that you have found it helpful because that is my goal. And also, I would be so appreciative and grateful if you could leave me a five-star review on my podcast on Stitcher or iTunes so that I can keep bringing you new episodes. I love what I do. I love that I'm here talking to you. And I am just so grateful to be in your ears. And I'll see you next episode. And keep in mind, heartbreak does happen. Health issues do arise, but your success doesn't ever need to be compromised. Bye for now.